0: That's right. A new intro. That intro was made for me by my good friend. His name is Jonathan Na. Oh my goodness. I cannot explain how thankful I am for that. I thought it sounds so good. Let's play it again just because I thought it was so good. Let's show him some love. Look him up on Spotify. Jonathan Nah. Do it. But anyways, welcome everyone to another Make Sense with Ethan Spence podcast. I am
1: joined today by my good friend, Joseph Pertel. Hey, how you guys doing? So happy to be a part of this podcast and uh, see what the Lord does with uh, this one.
0: This this man has a crazy story. So I wanted him to just come on and share it with the world. Joseph, Joseph, what is this story?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just put it this way. In June of last year, June 2020, I had a circumstance that changed my entire life. I uh, was trying to work out, get strong, and instead of getting the, the COVID weight, I wanted to get some COVID gains um, and take the, the time that I had um, with a slower lifestyle to be able to get stronger, build some muscle. Um but, you know, all the gyms are closed, right? So I got back into rock climbing, something that I had just done for fun recreationally um, as I was younger. But I, I thought, you know, you know, I can get into this. It sounds fun. And so I decided to start learning how to rock climb through YouTube. The saying, YouTube can teach you anything, is true. And after hours upon hours upon hours and almost a completely filled notebook of notes uh, and about two months of rock climbing I got pretty good um, and really really enjoyed the sport. started getting stronger and it was definitely working for my fitness goal until one day my idea of getting really good got to me and found myself in a very difficult position. I, I decided at this place that I would rock climb a lot over in Corona del Mar, Newport Beach, uh, specifically in Pirates Cove, I decided that you know the 15 foot, the 10 foot, um, and all the in between climbs were fun, but they weren't challenging enough, and and I wanted to push myself a little bit. So I looked at the cove wall and thought to myself, you know, I think I could do that. It was about a five foot kind of staircase idea in the rocks where I just had to get onto this little ledge, and then the climbing would start. Only had to climb about six to eight more feet, and I was on another ledge. So I was like, so it's, you know, I'm on another ledge, and then after that, just climb about 10 to 15 more feet, and, uh, and you know, you you were there, you know. And so I decided I'm going to try and climb out of the cove. And... I was right. I I did get pretty good because I was able to do it and and so I climbed and I got out. It was really interesting cuz halfway there to get onto the the second portion where I could stand, I had to kind of lay in this cave and then crawl out of it just big enough to to fit my body. And and so it was really interesting and didn't really remember how hard it was after that uh once I came back down to the sand level and and I was shaking my arms out, making sure they weren't pumped, making sure that I still had strength. And thought to myself, you know what, that was really fun. I want to do it again, but maybe instead of climbing straight up, I'll climb up and to the left a little bit so it's a little harder. And boy, did I make that harder. I got up past that that ledge that I talked about where I laid down, got around it, stood up and began to climb again. And realized that my arms were a lot more tired than I thought they were and specifically my fingers I found myself about 40 to 45 feet up really really close literally like five feet away from the top and I found myself not able to get up I realized that going to the left changed things and made there uh, be a need for a lot more finger holds my hands were just so tired it, it, it hurt it hurt tremendously to, to move over. So I thought, okay, best thing I can do, one of the things I learned uh, from all my studying was you, you try and climb back down. But because I had to climb around the outer part of that cave, the angle I was at, I couldn't swing back into it. And so I thought, okay, like, okay, it's obviously I can't climb back down. I can't make it around that. So I can only go up. You know, I tried going up, and I maybe made it a couple steps up. We're not talking feet; we're literally talking, you know, a couple inches. Moving my foot here, moving my hand there, and I realized, no, I can't do this. And so, I tried all the techniques that I learned, like keeping my arms straight. Because if they were bent, then I was really using my arms to to keep me there. But if if I left them straight, it was really just my skeleton holding me. And I think I saved myself about thirty seconds. Uh, If that, before I realized I was going to fall, 40 to 45 feet up in there, compact sand under me, not the ocean water, oh, that would have been nice, compact sand, and I realized I am going to fall. And so, at the last second, you know, you don't jump before, you know you have to, and so at the last second, I realized I'm going to fall, and I much rathered having a controlled fall than an uncontrolled fall. And so right when I realized my fingers were about to give up, I pushed off and as I did, so I turned around so that I could watch where I was falling. And my goal was to fall at an angle so I could land on the ground and roll out to move the momentum. But uh, I guess I skipped leg day too, too many times because uh, yeah, I just kind of collapsed right, when I hit the ground and uh, thankfully Uh, A great friend who I had coached, if any of us fell, we call 911 first, then we call family. You know, the most important thing is, you know, if we fall, got to call 911. And so I fell. He was so good to me, uh, kept me safe, uh, came to me. I I, I was out for about 15 seconds, according to to what he was saying, and and I woke back up. And if I'm being honest, if I didn't know not to move, I would have. But I, I, I just knew if you fall at that that height, you know you don't move. I, I didn't actually have a lot of pain. Rock climbing gives you enough adrenaline as it is, let alone skydiving 50 feet onto the ground. Um, but but so with all that adrenaline and it just it just was over, you know and and it was beautiful because I was scared. and right before I fell, if I'm being honest, Looking back, I've never, in that moment, I've never felt so far from God. I've never felt so lonely and all alone. But looking back, I realized that I was never alone. No matter what fear overtook me to tell me that lie as I was praying to the Lord, Lord, protect me. Lord, give me the strength so that I can get up. Lord, please, I don't want to fall. Please let me climb up. Even though I felt alone and like he wasn't answering those, those requests, I realized now he was there the entire time. And if I would have made it up a second time, I guarantee I would have climbed a third time and a fourth time until eventually I fell because the Lord used this for a reason. He had a purpose for it. So there I was laying on the ground scared. Even though I, I felt alone in that moment, I still knew that God hadn't left me. I was just scared. And I turned to my friend and I said, Please pray for me. I'm scared. And he prayed for me. And then these gracious people who, who had watched me climb the first time and were very impressed came and asked if they could lay hands on me and pray for me. And and they did. And before I knew it, it felt like two minutes later, apparently it was 15 minutes, but two minutes later I had lifeguards coming to to the rescue and brought me into the water brought me to an ambulance went to one of the top trauma hospitals around and I'm just so thankful to to have been taken care of by them wow
0: now tell me what is the what was the injuries report what 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 happened
1: yeah so the outcome was a shattered sacrum which is basically right under your coccyx or your tailbone um And, um, and, and there's a lot of nerves down there. And I basically shattered the entire thing into a bunch of different pieces. Uh, and then I also broke my pelvis. Uh, and so your pelvis kind of, it doesn't connect in front of you, but in the front of your waist, right above your groin, it kind of has like a three millimeter gap. And when I fell, it, pushed it out and made it wider and in doing so I I broke the right side and and in doing so I tore a muscle down there and actually had internal bleeding on the way to the hospital praise the lord that by the time I was in the ER it already stopped if it didn't I would have went into an emergency surgery to stop the bleeding dude uh, wow that's that's crazy I'm told that
0: a fall over 20 feet in the rock climbing world is called a death fall And you fell 40 to 45 feet. That's insane. I I think about the sovereignty of God all throughout this. That if you really think about it, you didn't fall. It was more of an omnipotent hand that plucked you off a wall. Your fingers didn't slip. God ripped you off that wall. And I think of uh, John 10 when it says that no one can snatch you from the hand of God. Your hand might have slipped from the wall, but nothing can... make you slip from the hand of God. God's sovereignty is so evident all throughout this from seeing where you are now, how God has used this to humble you, to shape you. And now it's a story that you can use to influence other people and, and that other people can learn that really, I mean, God will humble you. God will, will teach you what there is to know the extremes aren't too extreme for God. He will use them. (laughs) he will Amen. man thank you so much for sharing your story with us joe i really i really appreciate it is there anything else you wanted to say yeah
1: i think i would just and that's the that's the story you know anything else to it was a week in a hospital getting released on my birthday which was probably the best gift i've ever received um but it's taken a long time to recover where just in the beginning of february 2021 and it just rained the other day and it crippled me basically I I haven't limped in about two months and and it rained and I found myself dragging my right leg, the side that I fractured with my pelvis. And all these, you know, long-term things that will probably keep going every time it rains. And if there's one thing that I learned, it, it doesn't matter how painful it is, you can always bring God glory.
0: There you have it. The man who fell 45 feet changed his life. God might use some crazy things to throw at you, know this that God is absolutely sovereign over all things and somehow in the end Romans eight twenty eight is a reality and he will work all things together for good that's all for today thank you so much for tuning in Joseph thank you for being here
1: of course thank you so much for the opportunity to share
0: that's it